Artist Journal, August 20th, 2022. My name is Adrian Pocabelli. I am back, your artist reporter. <laughs> uh, I just want to say how great it is, how great it is to have met so many of these community, of the Tezos community yesterday. People messaged me and was in a spaces. That was really cool, and it means a lot. Uh, from over here, you know, as we all know, I mean, I think I'm talking mostly to artists here and, you know, I was even thinking to myself earlier, like if you're watching this, you're early because we're seeing little editions of like 10 not sell out of pretty nice works. And that means you're early. Um, but all to say, I was thinking to myself, if there's any community that I would want to be in with, it's kind of like this one. I was like, do you want to be in with like, and maybe I'm exaggerating to myself, but do you want to be in with MoMA and all that? Or do you want to be in with like the coolest, you know, the most organic digital art movement that's going on? And so anyways, so I appreciate the love. A couple of people bought a couple of my works. Totally appreciate it. And uh, just adds fuel to this fire. And uh, so, yeah, so I'm going to try and keep these short. There's a couple of things I want to uh, tackle here. A couple of just moves on the market or just actually just a couple of acquisitions. I think just people that are uh, making moves that I just think is worth pointing out. Again, Adelia, I'm getting quite a few notifications of people making offers on our work. So I went out there and, uh, and I went out and actually bought this work. I mean, this is... I bought it for 95, which was a lot, her Genesis work. And the reason I want to show it is because I just think this is one of the, uh, to me, this is like a native Tezos classic. Like this is, and it's not even like uh, the kind of art that I might necessarily normally buy before I sort of entered this ecosystem. But I love it. It's got the synths. It's got the computer sort of stuff, almost retro computer. It's got the diskette here, uh, more synth stuff over here. And there's a whole almost genre you could put together rooms. And I have in my head of these, you know, works that have synths by computers. And I love that stuff. And that's, you know, some of my work, I work with synths. So... Yeah, I just think it's awesome that that's where this is the ecosystem where that's appeared. Um, so, yeah, so I bought that for 95. It was the last one that was available. And before you know it, it was listed for 950. So that sure makes you feel good, too. And that's one of the things about the Tezos ecosystem that makes you feel good is a lot of the times you're buying stuff and all of a sudden the price is up here. In this case, 10x. And it doesn't mean it's going to sell, although I think it will. I think this will sell at 950 Tezos and probably more in the future. Who knows and kind of who cares to a certain degree? Obviously that's great. So, and again, here is her work, but I didn't want to get, so first couple acquisitions, there's that, that was a big one. I'd been looking at that work for three months, uh, her Genesis piece there, so-called. And another one that I got was, I got a bunch of RJs actually. And I don't know if you've heard of RJ, but he is awesome. Uh, here is one of his works. Edition of five. I got this for 20 Tezos, which sounds expensive. But when Tezos is trading at $1.65 or whatever, 
you know, edition of five, this is 30 bucks. And if this was a one-off, maybe it would be expensive, but he has a beautiful body of work. So, which just kind of adds credibility. And then you see, oh, that's only 30. I bought this months ago for five Tezos, this awesome one with the screensaver. It's kind of one of his things, uh, you know, and the big one that I bought yesterday. So I went on a spending spree yesterday, warning of, you know, don't get intoxicated and open your NFT open object because you may spend more money than you intend. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. This. Uh, let me just point out this other one that I bought a while ago. Again, pointing out his poetry, RJ's community in quotes here and then you see kind of some depressed guy with a pepe shirt you know that speaks to reality i think for a lot of people out there and i got some love yesterday which was awesome but you know like we've all been there on the other side too where you feel like you're getting no love and you know community and so yeah a brilliant another he's a brilliant artist like and looking at the details and it's always good to look at the details Maybe it's hard to see on this video, but this kind of knit, it looks like a knit Pepe sweater and it's just beautifully, beautifully rendered there. Even the idea of not putting kind of face or even the head, just keeping it like one big kind of empty vessel, so to speak, the body is nice. Now I'll just quickly point out the one that I picked up. This is edition of five uh, after Edward Hopper. And I'd been looking at this work again for at least like two or three months. Uh, I discovered him actually fairly early on by accident, just on Versum, he had posted something, his last work. And I don't think he's posted anything since, uh, but you see this awesome screensaver, like you, again, this is to me, this is museum quality work where I, you know, if the, what are the museums acquiring is sort of my, you know, like, where are they? I don't think, I think they're sleeping, they're fast asleep is how I'd describe them because they're not buying this stuff yet. And, you know, it's like the so-called institutions, but I mean like the art institutions are sleeping on this. Maybe they're making some acquisitions here and there, but all to our benefit, my friends. That's why it's, as I was saying on the spaces yesterday, this is the golden age and enjoy it while it lasts. I spent too much money yesterday. And again, I'm running on empty here on fumes. I'm going to make one more purchase here though. Today, it's going to be like an unboxing live. Um, and it's going to be a little cheaper, but not that much cheaper. Uh, so anyways, I just think there's huge opportunities here. And this is like, you know, this guy is awesome. I kind of swept his floor, not literally, but figuratively. I bought like 10 or eight or nine RJ works. Uh, Cause I just thought this stuff, is it's going to get snapped up. And if I miss it, this edition of five, like, you know, good luck getting that for below a hundred or 200 or 400 or a thousand. So yeah. And you know, as you're putting together the museum in your head, yeah, here's all the RJs that I bought. Let me just make sure. Um, now what else was I going to tackle here? Oh yeah, we were gonna buy something online. I, I thought, let's try quickly. So again, I don't want these to go long. Everybody has stuff to do here, but I thought it might be kind of fun to do like this virtual unboxing. What is it like to see someone buy a piece? And I was looking at this piece and 
I have to, like again, I'm running on empty here, but I wanted to do a proof of concept here. This awesome Adelia, it's, it's not my favorite one that she's done. But again, you put all the pieces of the puzzle together here, her market is going up from what I can tell. And I just suspect when they're going to go from Lewis Osborne, they're going to start discovering Adelia. And, you know, there's another, uh, I think she's a woman artist who's been, look at this. See, we're getting all these like offers on, she's kind of similar to Adelia. I think she have Vaharika. I mean, she has maybe some bigger additions here. But uh, she's starting to get offers. So you see what's going on here. Uh, anyways, let's try this virtual unboxing. This may be the last one I do because, again, I'm, I can't. But it's kind of a fun proof of concept. Let's just buy. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not revealing anything there. Uh, I don't think so. And, yeah, and there you go. We've done it. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to look and make sure before I publish this video that nothing important, because, you know, I was thinking to myself, it's very important that I secure this collection because there's a bunch of one of ones and it's not fair to the artists. And that goes for everybody else out here. Secure your collections, because if I, let's say my wallet got busted, uh, where does that leave uh, those artists and they're one of ones like maybe they're sold maybe like it just kind of so you have to take care of the art and so I'm saying that as much to me as to you but I've been sort of saying this to myself uh, so anyways the vault is being made okay the Pokebelly collection the vault is being made so anyways so some fun over there let's see if this is uh, all done here um, so other than that, I mean, so this should show up at a certain point. We can visit quickly afterwards. Um, other than that, I just wanted to talk very quickly about Haiti Rocket's new series here because I think it's actually very interesting what he's doing. And not so much from the uh, artistic side. I mean, for me, it's not necessarily my thing, but I profoundly respect the change in direction or just trying different things and almost the rebellious, you know, upsetting of the collectors who are used to like, you know, the ROMs, which he could just like print money forever doing these ROMs. I buy these ROMs. I love these ROMs. I think he's great at it. He's become a master at it. Uh, and he's made it his own. And so, but then he puts out, you know, 60 of these, uh, Star Tribes, he's calling them at 37 uh, a piece, and he's actually sold a few here, so to his credit. So who's to say? I mean, the market is deciding. And I just want to say, I applaud uh, this kind of act because in the physical art world, you hear all sorts of depressing stories of how artists will feel trapped in their style. Because all of a sudden, let me just change this back to the realms. Because all of a sudden, they'll get some success. They'll start selling in galleries. And uh, and then they feel trapped because then they have to stick in that style. Because if all of a sudden, you know, if traditionally, if Haiti was in a gallery and then all of a sudden he is starts doing this completely different style, it's going to upset like economic models start getting broken. Businesses start being at risk. There's so, all this pressure that's put on an artist. So I applaud his freedom and his kind of active artistic freedom. 
because the reality is, is a lot of artists are want to do different styles. I have like, again, like eight different series and there is good precedent for this. Like you can find a YouTube video. I believe it's still up with Richard Prince being interviewed who has different styles. Uh, I think it's vice and it's well worth finding uh, online. It's, it, I'm sure it's still out there. And he talks about how he'll work on one series in the morning, then he'll move back to another series in the afternoon. And he's, and he says a really interesting comment where, you know, the art world likes to put people in their boxes. They're not really sure how to uh, deal with people that are moving between different styles. And it's, they just want you to do your thing and then it's easy for them. And from a communications point of view, there's a lot to be said for that, but who cares if you're an artist, you want to do your different uh, things. And, and just finally on this point, and again, to Hades credit, because it's actually an act of courage that he's doing. Some people are like, you're destroying your whole, you know, your whole image and your whole reputation. You know, Gerhard Richter, he also is a guy who used several, had several different styles. And the important takeaway from that, and what I employ for years now, is when you look at someone like Gerhard Richter, I actually, I don't love his work, to be honest. I like some of it, like the Clau paintings, the gray paintings are extremely colorful. If you see them in real life, they're actually amazing paintings. I love some of his older work. The squeegee paintings, I'm sort of iffy on, to be perfectly honest. I like them at first, and then in recent years, they don't seem to be aging well. But the important takeaway here is he's basically building conceptual machines and process machines when he's making his art. And so there's a concept and there's a process that's kind of fused with that concept, just like Warhol, where at a certain point, he doesn't even know what's going to come out, you know, put a color, put some random splotch marks, screen print over top, what random colors. That's literally, I think, what Warhol was doing. Often get your assistant to do it and let the randomness kind of create the art to a certain degree. It's working with randomness, which I'd argue is a very modern concept. So again, so that was his process machine. So all to say, um, good work, Haiti, by he's basically building a different process machine by uh okay i'm gonna do this thing and you don't have to love the style but you can love the fact that he's doing it and he's saying you know what you can't pigeonhole me i'm gonna do whatever the hell i want and take it or leave it i am not beholden to my collectors so that is all i wanted to say on that and i i just it just makes me more more bullish on this whole ecosystem when I see stuff like this. This is promising, okay? This is very promising. Um, and so finally, uh, just on, I always like to end it with a, just on what I'm working on. Thank you to the two people who bought works yesterday, uh, Aztec9 and Drew Jones. It's totally awesome. I'll, I'm gonna burn the rest, except for maybe one for myself uh, before the next show. So if anybody else wants it, and I'll probably do it with the other, I think I'll do it with the other two uh, 909 sketches here. And other than that, I'm working on a piece. It's turning into a bit of a 90s raver series. Let me just see if I can dig this up. I exported it. 
Oh yeah, so this is half finished, okay? And I am just gonna put, you can see how clean my desktop is there. So I'm gonna crop this and everything. So yeah, I mean, this is kind of like, and I'm gonna put some strobe. This is what I'm working on right now. This is my artist journal after all. And so, yeah, so this is what I'm gonna work on this. And actually, I'll just show you what else I'm working on. Uh, I'm kind of excited about this other one. This is a screen memory. These I publish on Super Rare because, uh, you know, I made, I think I mentioned it already. Got some nice sales, but ETH and a half when ETH was at 4,000 bucks on these. So, you know, Ethereum still has its place if you're looking to make those uh, big sales. So I'm working on this. This is, I'd say, 90, 85% there. Uh, portrait of a lady. I think it's Parmigian, Parmigianino. Should probably be pronouncing that right. So yes, yeah, so that's what I'm working on. Hope to put that out in the next week or two, hopefully sooner. But let's see. And with that, I made some notes here. Yeah, that's everything. So there you have it. Another episode of the Artist Journal. Thank you again for watching. Till next time, take care.